Welcome to our Friday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 44. This psalm is a national lament. It appears to be composed at a time when the nation of Israel is faithful to God, yet it is experiencing a time of national distress, and it is hard to see where God is in the situation. The psalm begins with a reminder of Israel's history, verses 1 to 3. In verse 1, O God, we have heard with our ears what deed you performed in the days of old. And verses 2 and 3 spell out how God crushed Israel's enemies and established them as a nation. Then in verses 4 to 8, there is a statement of the nation's current faithfulness to God. In verse 4, they acknowledge God's reign over them. You are my king, O God. In verses 5 and 6, they state their trust in God. Through you, we push down our foes. For not in bow do I trust, nor can my sword save me. In verses 7 to 8, They give testimony to God's grace and they praise him. But you have saved us from our foes. In God we have boasted continually and we will give thanks to your name forever. In verse 9 there is a little word but and it introduces a tremendous contrast between the past and the present. The past was spelt out in verses 1 to 3 where God established Israel and crushed their enemies. In the present, as spelt out in verses 9 to 16, it is all going wrong. Rather than defeating the enemy, they are being defeated. Rather than gaining ground, they are losing it. Rather than getting victory, they are getting losses. So in verses 9 to 11, we read, But you have rejected us and disgraced us and have not gone out with our armies. You have made us turn back from the foe and those who hate us have taken spoil. You have made us like sheep for slaughter and have scattered us among the nations. So here is the contrast. In the past, God has given victory and in the present, he has handed them over to defeat. And so in verses 17 to 22, this leads to the nation's question. Why is this happening when we have been faithful to you? And that faithfulness we have heard of in verses 4 to 8. Verse 17 sums it all up. All this has come upon us, though we have not forgotten you, and we have not been false to your covenant. In verses 20 to 21, they are clear that God knows they are being faithful. If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God discover this? For he knows the secret of the heart. The answer as to why is not given in this psalm. Though as we read verse 22... Yet for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. 
it seems that sometimes God's people suffer because they are God's people. For example, the persecuted church. It feels to the nation that God is asleep, that he has hidden his face from them, that he has forgotten them. In verses 23 to 24, Why are you sleeping, O Lord? Why do you hide your face? Why do you forget our affliction and oppression? But the appeal to God's steadfast love in verse 24, Redeem us for the sake of your steadfast love, reminds us that God hasn't walked away from his people, because his love is unfailing love. It is a love that doesn't desert, doesn't let go. When bad things happen to God's people, it isn't necessarily because they have done wrong. Sometimes God's people know hardship simply because they are God's. Though God may appear to be silent, he is always there in his unfailing love. Join me on Monday for Psalm 45.